Hallelujah, hallelujah. Help us, God, to get into the flow of the Holy Ghost. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Since the beginning of time, amen, God has always been moving throughout this world. Amen. Since before the worlds were formed, God was ever moving upon the face of the deep, as Genesis says. God has ever been moving. And that's the beautiful thing about living for God and the beautiful thing about being honest with God and and being consistent and being faithful to the Lord is that every time I find myself in a predicament or a situation that I feel dried up and I feel dead and I feel like I've been withered away, if I can get back into God's presence, if I can get back into the flow of the Holy Ghost, there is a river of life, amen, that is flowing and it is strengthening me and it is, amen, reinvigorating my soul and it is striking his help, it is nourishing for my soul, it is life, amen, God's spirit is here in this place, hallelujah, there is a river of the spirit that is flowing tonight. Hallelujah. It's in the book of Isaiah chapter 12 in verse number 3. It says, Therefore with joy shall ye draw water out of the wells of salvation. Amen. Therefore with joy shall you draw waters out of the wells of salvation. Let me take a few moments and talk to you tonight on this Wednesday night. Just as Israel in the Old Testament was miraculously supplied with water in the desert. Amen. So the will of God, amen, will be revealed in your life. Amen. If you will allow God to work in your life, amen, does not matter where you are in the chronological scheme of things. If you'll begin to get a hold of God and begin to allow God to work again in your life, there is a time of refreshing where you will find a well that's been done. Amen. And many others have come by the well and have drawn waters out of that well. And that well is not a discriminator of persons. That well is not a discriminator of age or sex or nationality or Not a better well that never runs dry. Amen. Just like Israel was supplied miraculously with water in the desert. Amen. So will the God of your salvation open many and manifold sources of salvation for you and I tonight. Amen. God could work with whatever was in his uh, in front of him, with whatever was at his disposal, whatever was put in his hands, God worked with it. God worked with him. God worked in impossible situations. He worked, amen, with the children of Israel with a rock that was in a desert place. Amen, a rock, amen. The people of Israel went three days in the wilderness, brother, and they didn't find no water. And the Bible says that they began to murmur and they began to complain to Moses. Amen, and God began to speak to Moses. There's a rock down there, and all you've got to do is smite the rock, and there's going to be enough water out of that rock to feed a million plus Hebrew people. Amen. God can work with whatever. Amen. Is there. Amen. God can work with whatever situation you find yourself.
why, amen, though I, you may be working on one or two or three hours of sleep, amen, you might be worn down and you'll begin to tap into a well that never runs dry. It will bring, amen, healing. It will bring refreshing. It will bring satisfaction. It will bring healing tonight. Hallelujah. Because the Lord is your strength and your song and will be your salvation. In Isaiah 12 and 3, I'll read it again. It's probably on the screen behind me. It says, therefore, with joy shall you draw water out of the wells of salvation. God's promises are revealed and given to us here in this particular passage of scripture. Amen. It's the wells of the Savior. Uh, as some read it. In, in those wells of the Savior. The Savior and salvation is made known to us and made over to us. Amen. Uh, Isaiah 12 and 3. With joy shall ye draw waters. Amen. The, the way that you approach the, the presence of God and the things of God. Amen. I would check my spirit if I, if I got to a place in my walk with God where it began to become a drudgery. It began to become cumbersome. It began to become uh, just a pastime and something that I just do to help time pass more agreeably. Uh, but I want to make sure that I'm still living for God and I still got the joy of the Lord in my life and I can still have a smile and a, and a skip in my walk. I want to make sure, amen, just like the psalmist David said, restore to me the joy of my salvation. Restore to me the joy of my salvation. Amen, I love to come to the house of the Lord. I love, amen, to get on my knees and to pray. I love to worship Him and to lift Him up. It is a joy to serve the Lord. It's a joy to serve the Lord. Isaiah says, with joy shall ye draw waters. Amen. If you're here tonight and you say, you know what? I don't like being here. I didn't want to come to church. I'd be the first one on the altar. I'd be praying, God, renew my first love. Renew my first love. Because there was a day when you first came to church. You first came to God. And you would sell your whole house and give it to the church. You were so excited. You would give everything in your closet and throw it away so you could please the Lord. You would do all sorts of things, amen, to please the Lord. And you find yourself in a situation today where it's not a joyful experience anymore. Amen. It can be a joyful experience again. Amen. As my, my father uh, tried to teach my brothers and I, he, he, he would tell us regarding love and relationships. You, you'll, you'll learn to fall in love if you work at it. You, you may have fallen out of love with your spouse or, or whatever uh, it is, but you can re-fall in love with your spouse again just the way you did when you first met them and you begin to look at them and you begin to talk to them and you begin to engage them and find an interest in them. You fell in love with them. You intentionally fell in love with them. And the same thing with our God. 
If you find yourself tonight saying, uh, you know, it's kind of just old hat. This, this is just something that I do. I wish I had another option, another alternative. Amen. But you can fall back in love with Jesus. If you get back into his presence, if you lift up your hands and look up and begin to talk to him from your heart. Jesus, I want to restore the joy of my salvation. I want that first love in my heart. I want it all over again. Jesus, I feel dry in my spirit. I feel dead on the inside. I feel like I'm withering away. But God, would you restore me? Would you work in my life? I'm going to tell you tonight, God hears and answers the honest prayer. God hears and answers the honest prayer. And he despises the, the proud look and the proud prayer. Because it was that publican at the altar uh, that began to beat his chest and say, Oh God, be merciful to me, a sinner. And it was uh, uh, the Pharisee that was next to him, amen, that began to lift up his voice and said, I thank you, God, that I'm not like this struggling man over here, this sinner. He just can't seem to get over his sin. Thank you, God, that I'm not like that guy. But when you come into his presence and his honest God, you just got to help me, God. I'm struggling with sin. I'm struggling with uh, consistency. I'm struggling with my, my first love. I'm struggling with the issues in my life, God. Renew the joy. Restore the, the, the vibrancy in my relationship with God. Restore the passion in my walk with the Lord. I don't want to be apathetic. I want to have that joy of the Lord in my life. The other thing I want to point out about this scripture, Isaiah chapter 12. It says, therefore, with joy shall ye. Point your finger at yourself. Say me. I've got to be the one to draw the water out. It says, therefore, with joy shall ye draw water out of the wells of salvation. It did not say, therefore, with joy shall your pastor draw water for you. It did not say, therefore, with joy shall mommy and daddy draw waters for you. It did not say, therefore, with joy shall grandma and grandpa draw waters for you. Therefore, with joy shall the brother or sister sitting next to you draw waters for you. But therefore, with joy shall you, 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 every one of us draw waters for themselves. I'm here to tell you to remind somebody tonight. You've got to take personal responsibility. I've got to take responsibility. If I'm dry, if I'm if I'm weak, even I've got to find a way. Sometimes, and you don't always see the result. The 
you begin to dig or you begin to draw water, sometimes if that well is deep, it takes time for the water to travel out. You may get tired the first 10 or 20 times you prime the pump of that well. Or if, you're, if, it's, a, if it's a rope and a bucket drawing the well, it may take time. It may say, I don't even know there's a bucket down there with water. I don't even know if the well's water anymore. But I'll keep pulling the rope. I'll keep pulling the rope. I'll keep pulling the rope. Because there's got to be, amen, some refreshing. There's got to be some renewing for my soul. Hallelujah. I want to tell somebody tonight, when you don't see it in the first day, in the first week, in the first month, don't stop praying. Don't stop working. Don't stop seeking God. Hallelujah. Some people get so discouraged when they come to church and they pray for 10 minutes and it's dry and they're struggling and I don't feel God and, and there's distractions and I don't know what's going on. I just have that relationship with God like I used to and it's been 15 minutes. Sometimes the well is deep and it takes time before the water begins to come out of the depths of this terra firma. Amen. There's refreshing. There's renewing. And it's worth the effort that you expend. It is worth every effort that you will expend to draw water out of the well. Oh, I'm going to tell somebody tonight, this church sits on a deep well. This church sits on a deep well. But it takes you and I to, to draw water from the depths of the well. Jesus. And truly, how beautiful is the feeling? You're working. And there's been many times, Brother Josh, I come here and I don't feel nothing. Now I feel dead, I feel dry. I say, God, I'm doing what I'm supposed to do. I'm Seeking God, feel so dry. And I just keep praying. I keep my eyes on Him. If you notice, Amen. I close my eyes a lot. I try to focus upon the Lord and block out the distractions. And I just close my eyes. I begin to pray, God. I love you, Jesus. God, this, this might be a, a long stretch tonight. That that bucket might be at the depth of the well tonight. Uh, but if I just keep on drawing, if I'll just keep on pulling that rope, God, uh, God, I know, God, that you're going to strengthen me. I know, God, that there's going to be some refreshing if I rip, if I refuse to quit, if I just keep drawing, 
deliverance from the world. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He is not a God that he would lie. Neither the Son of Man that he would repent. The Bible says, amen, he is faithful to his word, but you've got to be the one. Amen, brother, knowing you don't feel like it, you've got to pray anyways. Amen, when it feels dead and it feels dry and your flesh doesn't want to do it, you've still got to just pace back and forth or get on bending knee or lay down prostrate on the floor and say, God, I just want to talk to you because I reached a point in my walk with the Lord. Every one of us must be at the place. You must get to the place. Amen. Where you can be like the three Hebrew boys. I'm going to do what's right. But even if my God doesn't come through, I'm still going to do what's right. Even if I don't get the answer that I'm just praying for, I'm still going to pray. Even if God doesn't bless me financially, I'm still going to give my tithe. Even if I don't see somebody from knocking doors, I'm still going to evangelize. I'm still going to do what he's called me to do. Because I want to be obedient. I want to be obedient. I want to be obedient. There are things that we tell our kids. Baby girl, don't do this. But the baby girl doesn't know better. So she doesn't. But if that baby girl, in my case, simply obeyed and trusted her father and mother, it would avoid her lots of problems. But it simply is obeying the voice in your life. When God speaks to you and says, I want you to pray. Son, I want you to pray an hour a day. I want that to be your goal. Say, that's a tough one. I want you to read three chapters a day in the Bible. We're talking about my schedule. You tell me about uh, all of the Instagram people I follow. I got to stay current on. And we'll go down the list. And God says, do this. You don't see what's around the corner, what's on the horizon. All you guys are word. Do this. Don't do that. I'll trust in you, God. I'll trust in you. I'll do what you told me to do, God. And it doesn't make sense. And there are times when I get to praying and it doesn't make sense, Sister Monica. It makes no sense. Why am I still praying for this prayer? Why? Because God told me to pray for this. But it's been a long time. And I don't see anything. But God said to pray. God said to give. God said to go. God said to do. So when I don't see water in the bucket, if you will, he said just draw waters out of the wells of salvation. 
There's a lot of other things I'd like to do. But God said, draw waters out of the wells of salvation and do it with joy. Because if you'll do it with joy, there will be somebody around you that looks and says, why are you smiling every time you go to church? Church is great. I love it. It's fun. I get joy when I think about it and start singing your song. And other people will see you. Wow. You mean you like going to church on Wednesday nights? Sunday mornings? Yeah. It's great. It's wonderful. I feel better after I go to church. I feel stronger. I feel my family gets along better. How many knows the kids don't fight as much? Amen. When you pray. Amen. Or the kids listen better when you pray. <clears throat> Life gets a lot better when we pray. Amen. And when we're doing what we're supposed to be doing, and we're obedient to our Father, amen, God has promised that you can draw water out of the wells of salvation. And it is a well that never runs dry. It is a well that never runs dry. It is a well that you can pull from time and again. In fact, I'm still pulling from a well that my mother and father dug many years ago. They dug out some wells in the spirit. And I'm still going to those places and I'm saying, God, those prayers that my daddy prayed. God, I want to work on that well right now. I want to just prime that pump, God. I want to pull that rope, God. I want to draw some waters because somebody else came before me years prior and they dug out a well and there's water in that well. The Bible says in Genesis 26 and 18, amen, and Isaac digged again the wells of water which they had digged in the days of Abraham his father for the Philistines had stopped them after the death of Abraham. And he called their names after the names by which his father had called them. Amen. If it was uh, in the ability uh, and in the prospects of Isaac to find a well from his father from years prior and to dig it again and to say there's still some water in that well. And it was good if it was good enough for Isaac to find Abraham's well, then I believe that there are some wells in this place and in your walk with God, in your home, you can find again that mommy and daddy dug out, that pastor and bishop dug out, and you can begin to dig again and dig again and dig again. And Brother Nathan, you can pray prayers like I want the joy that my mama had when she first found God. Amen, Sister Natalie. Ah, you can pray prayers. I want to know that same joy that Grandma and Grandpa had when they first found God. I want to dig an old well, and I want to find that there is a flow of the Holy Ghost. There's a flow of the Holy Ghost. I've prayed prayers and I've said, God, I want the anointing of past generations. I want the anointing of my father. Amen. I want the anointing of my pastor. And I've got to go to those wells and I've got to dig. And I've got to begin to dig. And I've got to begin to draw water. But it takes work. It takes effort. 
digging wells and drawing water from wells is not for lazy people. It's not for weak-kneed people. It's for someone that's willing to pay a price and say, God, if you'll help me, if you'll give me the strength, God, I want, I want to tap some old veins in this earth. I want to tap some old veins, God, in the heavenlies. And I want to begin to draw from those wells. I want something deep in my spirit and in my soul. I want something that's been here a, long, a lot longer than I've been on this planet. There are old wells that you can dig. Hallelujah. Song of Solomon, chapter 4 and verse 15. If you have it, Song of Solomon 4 and 15. Amen. A book we don't always go to. Amen. It says, a fountain of gardens, a well of living waters, and streams from Lebanon. A fountain of gardens, a well of of living waters and streams from Lebanon. A fountain in a garden is put there for the service of the plants around about it. A fountain in a garden is put there by the gardener, or the Bible may say the husbandman, the farmer, the, the landkeeper. It's put there for the benefit of the plants around it. Amen. None of us is an island unto themselves. The outflow and the blessing from you and I, getting a hold of God for ourselves and digging a well and, and tapping something that's bigger than ourselves, the benefit and the blessing, the outflow of that is there's others around us that are blessed by it. There's others around that are blessed by it. I've seen people that get so full of the Holy Ghost uh, that they're in a, an altar service at the end of the service and they're so full of the Holy Ghost and they just walk around that altar and begin to put their hands on someone and they fall out. And someone else, they pray for them, they're, they're falling out. And someone else, they're in the Holy Ghost. And, they, and literally everyone that person touches is just... All now the Holy Ghost get filled with the Spirit. Healings are taking place. Because you can get you can get hold of God in such a manner that you become a blessing to the world around you. And the world in which we live is blessed to have you in it. Amen. And I believe, amen, that this city is blessed because the Hoyles are in it. Because the Camarinas are in it. Because the Reyeses are in it. Amen. Stockton's blessed because Sister Nancy's in it. Amen. Tracy's blessed because Sister Gina's in it. Amen. Every one of us has the ability to be a blessing. And the city, our job, uh, everywhere that we go is blessed that we're in it. Because if we get a hold of something deeper and bigger and better than ourselves, then it is something that has endless supply. Endless supply. Amen. It is in John chapter 14. John chapter 7 verse number 38. 
He that believeth on me, as the scripture hath said, out of his belly shall flow rivers of living water. John 4 and 14 says, But whosoever drinketh of the water that I shall give him shall never thirst. But the water that I shall give him shall be in him. But the water that I shall give shall be in him. A well of water springing up into everlasting life. It'll be in you. A well of water springing up. Just a geyser. Just everywhere. All the time. Because the Holy Ghost will do that for you tonight. Amen. We make a big deal about, I make a big deal at least about being filled with the Holy Ghost. Coming to church, speaking in tongues, letting God renew you. Because the Holy Ghost is that well of water that is able to spring up into everlasting life. Jeremiah chapter 2 and verse 13, I'm closing with this tonight. Jeremiah chapter 2 and verse number 13. For my people have committed two evils. I'll wait till Regina has it. Jeremiah 2 and 13. For my people have committed two evils. They have forsaken me the fountain of living waters. And hewn, and hewed them out cisterns. Broken cisterns. That can hold no water. They have forsaken. This is an evil that the Lord says his people have done. They've forsaken the fountain of living waters. They have forsaken the well of water. In other words, they've forsaken their personal time of prayer. And they've said it's not as important as it used to be. I'll take this broken cistern that can't hold water. I'll fill it up. I'll fill my time with something else. And you'll find out that it's leaking water and you can't get ahead. You can't get ahead because you've neglected prayer. You've neglected the fountain of living waters. If the people of God will give special place in their life for that fountain of living waters and that well of life, amen, there is blessing, untold blessing for that individual, for their family, for their neighborhood, for all that are around them. I, I'm, not, I'm not preaching this or teaching this as one that is, has arrived or is perfect or has it all figured out. Amen. I'm on that road, amen, striving for perfection. But I believe that we can get there as a people of God. Amen. We can get a hold uh, of something, amen, that's more powerful than us. Yes. More powerful and bigger than our situation. God can help us tonight. Amen. Why don't we stand to our feet here tonight. Amen. As we close in prayer. And I'd like for us just to take a few moments and just talk to the Lord. Amen. Whether you want to uh, kneel down where you are, pray where you are, standing up, or come to the altar, makes no difference to me right now. But what i like for every one of us to do is just find, amen, a way in which we can connect to God. And have some direct contact and communion with him tonight. Amen. Let's take a few moments and let's reach out to him tonight.
in the name of Jesus. Jesus, I pray tonight, God, you would help us to not forsake God. Help us to not forsake God, that fountain of living waters. I pray tonight, God, that, Lord, in this house there would be those that reach out to you. And, God, though we might feel disconnected, though we might feel, God, like we're not where we want to be or where we used to be, I pray you'd help us, Lord, to find that place in the earth where we know that there's water and begin to dig the well and begin to draw water again from that well. I'm praying tonight, God, that this message would not stop at the front doors of this church tonight. But I pray that this message would go with the people of God into their homes tonight, God. And be with them tomorrow. And be with them on Friday. And be with them on Saturday. And God, as you move on in the course of our lives, throughout our family, throughout our day, I pray you'd help a mommy and a daddy. God, help a single young person. Help God an elder in the church. God, help a widowed woman. Everybody here today, God, to dig out a well, to connect to you tonight. Help us, God, to get on our knees and to pray and to seek God. Oh, God, I'm praying tonight, Lord. In the name of Jesus. Come on, I need somebody to help me pray right now. Come on, help me pray. Why don't we lift our voices one more time?